Welcome to Faith Fitness and Self-Discovery. I'm your host, Precious Williams. If this is your first time clicking this podcast, it's not by accident, but by divine purpose. I believe in the psychology of losing weight because sometimes the weight we really need to lose isn't on our body. So I'm so glad that you're here and welcome to the journey. Hey ladies, I've missed you so, so much. Welcome back. I am excited to be recording another episode of the podcast for you on today. For all of my Loon listeners, if this is your first time clicking on a podcast episode, I do want to let you know that it's not by accident, but by divine purpose. So hang in there with me because I know you think that this podcast is about weight loss or fitness, and it is, but it's a different approach. We don't just talk about the weight that shows up on the scale. We deal with all of the weight. And so I take my clinical approach as well as my practical experience and I talk to you about whatever Holy Spirit leads me to talk about from week to week but I promise you each topic will help you peel back the layers that will help you become a better version of yourself. You can expect to have episodes every couple of weeks bi-weekly and if you're new here and you like what you hear please by all means go back and listen to any podcast episode that speaks to you. Hey ladies welcome back to this space. Happy summer to you. As a matter of fact, I hope it's happy, right? Joy is a fruit of the spirit. And so if I don't find you in a happy space, I'm hoping that something that I say on today will help you cultivate some of that happiness because it is our responsibility. These two weeks feel long, but I can tell by the numbers that either there are a lot of new listeners or some of you are going back and listening to other podcast episodes. And I'm grateful uh, that slowing the show down to two weeks has had that impact because there is a lot of powerful information that I have shared over the course of these 73 episodes. And I'm so grateful to God for allowing me to continue in this process of coming forth and doing this. For those of you who don't know, I had no podcast experience. I literally woke up one day and heard God say, start the podcast, start talking. Um, You can go back in some of my other other earlier episodes to hear about how my conviction, a dietary conviction, led to so many other things, including this podcast, including uh, leading and, and, and walking alongside a group of women that's committed to becoming a better version of themselves. And then our latest project is Faith Work. Uh, you may have seen that in my social media for quite some time, the logo. I haven't you know, come forth yet and been able to gain the confidence to get on camera and talk about it consistently. Because for those of you who've been with me for a while, you know that I am camera shy, not as voice shy as I am camera shy. But even podcasting has begun to teach me so much more about my personality. And uh, yeah, the camera and that thing looking back at me and me getting distracted by all things in my face and my expressions and that sort of thing. It's just way too much. So I have been working on that too. And it's more to come. But faith work, I've been working alongside my husband to provide meal plans, workout 
Christian and nutritional uh, guidance and encouragement. And we have been able to do some amazing things and we're on our way to adding more and more transformations. And so I'll talk to you um, a little bit later or maybe in another episode about what faith work is about. But it has been taking up uh, some of my time as I've been learning how to help on the administrative end and, you know, to create the meal plans and we have an app and that sort of thing. But I say all that to say a lot of what is happening in my life and that I get to be excited about all started because of something I'm going to talk about today repetition. Today, I'm going to talk about the power of repetition. And as I embark upon this 74th episode, I never would have thought in a million years that I would be able to repeat showing up episode after episode for something that one, again, I had no knowledge of doing, I had no experience, right? I had to learn everything from A to Z, from pushing the actual record button to hearing myself talk and getting better at speaking and actually accepting that what I'm saying is going to be going into someone's ears. That was a real process. Uh, But what I can tell is I've gotten better. I've gotten more confident. I've gotten competent in some areas. And that confidence has given me the momentum to really believe that there are some other things that I can take on, even though I'm not that great, you know, at podcasting compared to someone who has been doing it a far longer time than I've been doing it or has a team or has more info. You know, someone can look at my podcast and say, hey, you need to do 15 million things to improve this thing, right? But for me, knowing where I've come from and repeating a behavior and repeating a behavior until I grow uh, in my confidence has really helped me take some steps and some strides in some other areas that I never, ever would have stepped out the boat to even consider. Um, And so what I wanted to ask you as I open up this episode today is, are you truly aware of how many things you could have been great at or successful Had you shown the power of repetition? I'll repeat that question again. Are you aware of truly how many things you could have been great at or successful had someone shown you the power of repetition? If you're new here, I have been telling the ladies that this year is the year of exponential growth. That is something that has been spoken into my spirit. I pray before every podcast episode that the Holy Spirit leads me. And sometimes a a lot of the things that I may say may not be in the outline. You know, sometimes I tell you guys that and sometimes I don't. Uh, But this year is the year of exponential growth. And I truly believe that because we have a plethora of information and we're overindated with it and we can, you know, grasp it at our fingertips, we take it for granted. And God is wanting us to take a moment to make note, like literally go back to like old school making note. There is something powerful about hearing something and taking a moment to make note of it. And then not just hearing my podcast or not just hearing your devotion or not just, you know, reading or all the other things that you do and just walk away from it, right? Because where does it go? Like you've heard it, you've seen it or whatever. It made you feel good or you agreed with it, but you need to make note because making note 
is how you grow. And you don't have to go to a university to learn everything. You don't have to sit in a class to learn everything and to grasp something. There could be something that I say in this 30 minutes that can literally change the trajectory of your life if you would make note. And then after you make note, if you would meditate. And then after you meditate, if you would allow yourself to really process what making note of whatever it is that you know it means to you and allow that to influence your life and come back to that from time to time. And so on today, we're going to be talking about the power of repetition. And the first thing that came to my mind is a song by Brian McKnight. And you ladies may know this song. It's Start Back at One. That's one of my favorites. I, I love that. And I'm not going to try to sing because God did not give me that gift at all. But I will be gracious enough to read you the lyrics to that song. And um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the lyrics, here is how the chorus goes, which is one of my favorite parts. It says, one, you are like a dream come true. Two, just want to be with you. Three, girl, it's plain to see that you are the only one for me. And four, repeat steps one through three. Five, make you fall in love with me. If ever I believe my work is done, then I'll start back at one. I know by the time I got to like four, y'all were just singing it all in your head. Go ahead and give yourself an opportunity to play that today. It's okay. It'll fill you with the love vibes. So the reason I love this song is because it one, I'm in love and I have been in love for a very long time. And I thank God for that. But it reminds me that Whenever you get to a place where you feel stuck, whenever you get to a place where you feel like you arrived, you're in the wrong place. If you're in a place where you feel stuck or you're in a place where you feel like you have arrived, you are in the wrong place, right? And I love this because he so humbly says, if I ever believe that my work is done, then I'll start back at one. Well, what's one? One is you're like a dream come true, right? So when I get to this space where I'm just so confident or I've been with you so long and this can apply to anything, not just relationships. So in part yourself here and put yourself here. When I get to this point where I feel like my work is done, then I need to go back and remind myself that you're like a dream come true. Husband, you're like a dream come true. You are the manifestation of what I hoped for, what I prayed about. You are the companion that I never knew that I needed. You are the moment that I longed for when somebody gave me butterflies. Like you are that. Maybe it's not your husband. Maybe it's your career. Maybe it's something else that you're working towards and you are at a place where you just feel like your work is done. Well, you need to go back to one. How did I feel when I first thought about this thing, I first experienced this thing, I first, you know, got this or whatever it is, you're like a dream come true, right? And so that was so important to me because as I progress in this episode, I think the foundation is one, we have to have um, something to repeat. If you're taking notes, and I think that that's the very first note I want you to make is that I have to have something to repeat. And while I have something to repeat, I have to look over the steps that I've taken and the things that I've done to be where I am. 
Like Brian McKnight said, if I ever believe that my work is done, like why would we believe our work is done? Let's think about this outside of love. Let's think about this in the natural, you know. Whenever I believe my work is done, then I'll start back at one. There is something else that can be done. There is something powerful in repetition. Repetition is what leads to success. And so today we're talking about the power of repetition. There is nothing like doing something over and over and over again to get good at it, right? A lot of times we do this, we just don't realize we we do it. A lot of us have gotten really good at poor eating habits. You know, it doesn't take much for us to go to McDonald's, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's for years. We're really good at getting to a drive-through. We're really good at repeating our dietary habits. We're really good at finding our way to Macy's. We're really good at finding our way to cheapticket.com. Like we're really good at repeating, you know, financial behaviors, repeating dietary behaviors, even repeating um, emotional behaviors that have not, you know, led to the most, you know, desirable consequences. But it is something that we've repeated for so long that we don't know how to not snap. We don't know how to not be angry or we don't know how to not be hard-hearted towards people when we feel like or we think or somebody has done something um, that we deem hurtful. So a lot of us are repeating things, but we don't realize the power of repetition. And so we aren't intentional and aware enough to break the things that we are repeating that aren't getting us the outcomes and to insert some things that we can repeat that over time are going to yield better results. And so repetition is when you must continue to take action until something repeatedly becomes Um, You must take action repeatedly until something becomes a habit. And once that habit is ingrained, that's the part that I want to talk about. Now, when you are repeating something until it becomes a habit, this means that you are doing something that you don't have any knowledge of, you don't have any experience in. And we all know that when we don't have knowledge or experience, it equals discomfort. Write that down. When you don't have knowledge or experience, it equals discomfort. If you have knowledge plus experience, it equals confidence. You have knowledge and you have experience with getting to Chick-fil-A. It, you're completely confident with doing that. You completely, you don't need to look at the menu. Your heart is not fluttering because you're next in line. You're not stumbling over your words. You know exactly what you want. You know exactly what they serve. And you may have a little extra spruce on the end asking for condiments that, you know, newcomers don't know they have, right? So that's knowledge. That's experience. When you don't have knowledge or the experience, it leads to discomfort. It's the same thing when you're starting a new job. You may have the job, but you still feel like an imposter. You still feel inferior because you're not a high stepper yet, because you're not confident in your position. You're in a learning posture. And so you're 
humble when you're in orientation. You're humble when you're shadowing somebody for the two weeks or for the month. You're humble for your first 90 days because you depend on your whole environment to help you. And the truth of the matter is a lot of us haven't had practice enough putting ourselves in new situations. And so anytime we sense discomfort, we run from it. And we don't even have to be in proximity of the discomfort. A lot of times the discomfort starts in our mind. A seed can be planted in our mind to do something or to try something. And immediately we kill that. We kill that because we haven't even mentally stretched ourselves to begin to work beyond the discomfort that happens when we even introduce something new to ourselves, right? If you don't believe me, then when you get off this podcast, tell yourself you're going to run them out. Tell yourself you're going to run a mile and that mental resistance will stop you before you ever get downstairs to put on your shoes, before you ever put on your your hoodie, before you ever get your towel, before you ever drive to the gym or before you walk outside. Your mind will stop you before you even perform the action before you even physically start doing the things that would suggest you to perform the action. And that is how powerful repetition is. And so a lot of us have to even start with our mind that we have to get beyond the discomfort of thinking something different. Because when you don't have knowledge or experience, it's going to equal discomfort. And nobody likes to be uncomfortable. Nobody likes to be the new guy or the new girl. Nobody likes to be the person who really doesn't know because It doesn't feel good. Right. And a lot of us haven't been in a position like that since we were since we were kids. And the way that we experienced that didn't really lead to substantial outcomes, in our opinion. So we aren't aware of as adults of how powerful it really is when we repeat things that make us a little uncomfortable. Right. For instance, like athletes. They don't compete in the Olympics unless they have performed something repeatedly. Singers, they don't just practice vocal training once and then go to perform on stage for the live performance. No, they get better over time. And while they're getting better over time, I want you to write this down. They're also being made aware of how great they aren't. While they are getting better over time, they are also being made aware of how great they aren't. And so whether you are talking about the athlete who is competing um, to perform in the Olympics, before he or she was able to get to this point of competing in the Olympics, they were told that they lost a race. They were told that they needed to improve their stride. They were told that they were still off by five seconds when they were really trying to cut into a time to get to this point. They were told things in repetition and they experienced things in repetition that would make other people give up. See, we can't just think athletes in Olympics. No, we have to think about the races that they missed because of the Charlie horse, because of the sprained toe and the ankle. And they kept coming back after that. They kept coming back after that fear of falling on the hurdle. They kept doing those things repeatedly to get to that same, to get to that point. The same thing with the singer. No, they didn't just wake up with their voice and they, they sung the song once and they got up to perform it. No, there's a process and there are things that have, that had to be done. And there are things that have to be repeated in order for you to get to that stage. And it's reminds me 
of Matthew Knowles in something that I read recently where he talked about how, um, for those of you who don't know, Matthew Knowles is Beyonce Knowles' father and Solange, Solange Knowles' father. And he talked about how he taught Beyonce and Solange um, to fail. He taught them how to, you know, approach failure. And he presented scenarios to them that were possible scenarios. For instance, what do you do if your mic doesn't work? What do you do if your shoe falls off? What do you do if your music doesn't cue? And I love this approach because as we practice, sometimes we only prepare for things to go perfectly. We spend so much time preparing to perform that we don't prepare for all of the other elements. Somebody write that down. We have to prepare for all of the other elements. See, you can go get the degree. You can do all of the things. You can get married. You can love each other. But you cannot prepare for wayward children. You can get the degree, but you cannot prepare for a recession. You know, there are going to be elements that happen around us that we need to be prepared for. And I love that approach from Matthew, because if you are a Beyonce fan, and I hate to put my girl out like this, but this is just for the purpose and sake of this uh, illustration. You know, you may be aware of her fall incident when she fell down the steps at a concert and how she rolled down those stairs and rolled in step to her next dance move. And that takes practice because when you don't practice for failure or you don't practice for something to happen outside of the way that you envision it, it will completely catch you off guard and it could mess up your your whole performance, right? And we may not be on a stage in the light that Beyonce is on stage, but we are in the stage of life and we can't afford for us to be ill-prepared in repetition and for us to mess up our whole performance. Let's go back to that beginning question that I asked about how much are we missing out on and how much more successful would we be had we really mastered the power of repetition? And so I love that. And what I want to challenge and charge you with is thinking about what things can I prepare for? It's not being negative you know, it's being prepared. If this is to happen, how do I handle that? If this takes longer than I expected it to take, what will I do in the meantime? You know, sometimes we're frustrated and we give up so easily because we did not prepare for the things that naturally happen. Hey, the mic not working is something that naturally could happen. Your shoe, you know, um, coming off or you falling are things that could naturally happen. You are dancing, you are in heels, you are. And it's like, we have to consider these things and we have to be prepared as to what we will do to overcome those obstacles. Uh, and so here, here's a few things that I think are helpful um, in building your skill set and repetition. One, I think it's important to follow the flow of life. Consider life to be a current, and it is a current that is continuing to 
go and move, whether you're hanging on to the side and trying to go against the current or whatever it is that you're trying to do, the current is still happening. The thing that I have found that has worked best for me, and trust me, it has been a struggle and I have been in tension and I have think thought that I was going to recreate the wheel and that, you know, I had all these great ideas or whatever. But one of the things that have worked best for me is just to follow the flow of life, to be fluid. And this is something that I pray about often. You know what, God, just help me to be fluid. Holy Spirit, help me to be fluid because the reality is that this is a day that I've never seen before, I'll never see again. And God, this is your day. And I wake up with many plans. Many plans are the plans that I have, but your plans are going to prevail. And so today I am open to the flow. And I find that when I'm approaching my day like this now, thank God, (laughs) I found that my day is easier. My day is more exciting my day is I'm more present because I am expecting that because this is a flow, because this is a current, that I'm going to be taken in a direction or at a pace or something, you know, may happen or something I may see something or whatever that is gonna change the course of what it is that, that I think or what I have planned or whatever. And that just helps me to be more fluid and to be more flexible because life happens. I mean At the end of the day, in the beginning of the day, life has to happen. And so the plan that I have for life is that I'm going to follow the flow of life. I'm just going to follow the flow of life. Number two, remember that things don't happen overnight. Oh, God, we are the microwave generation like that has jacked us up. But we have to remember that things don't happen overnight. And if you are an impatient person, Uh, which patience is a fruit of the spirit that I'm praying for you, sisters. If you are an impatient person, one, I want to speak that God's timing is not our timing. But two, I want you to be intentionally doing things that are going to take you a little bit of time to either accomplish or to see a difference in what it is that you're doing. Because long suffering is not a fruit that a lot of us are praying about or trying to cultivate, Um, but it is so helpful. Um, Long suffering is, is patience and the reason why number two is so important, remember that things don't have to happen overnight, is because a lot of us give up. A lot of us are not repeating behaviors because we're not seeing the manifestation of what we think we should be seeing at a certain stage. And this is the trick of the enemy. This is the trick of the enemy, right? Because God's timing is not our timing. Six months to us is not six months to God, you know, and so when you go into things and you're able to put a timeline on everything, you know, some things timelines are good for in the world. They use timelines for everything, but we're not in the world. We're of the world. And so when it comes to your life, you have to remember that things don't happen overnight. You know, you don't you don't have kids and raise them overnight. You don't you don't get married and have a long lasting loving marriage overnight. 
two things cannot exist at one time. You don't get the job and get the promotion overnight. You don't think about the dream and become the CEO overnight. There is a process. And when you are just overindated in your life with so many things that manifest for you quickly and you only choose that route where you can get those things quickly and you've never allowed yourself to um, to stay in repetition and develop the stamina that is necessary um, for you to learn that things don't happen overnight, then you really need to be praying and figuring out what God can do for you to show you opportunities that you can learn. You know, some of us have have gone to school and we've known that it's going to take us four years to get a degree. It's going to take us two years to get a graduate degree. It's going to take, you know, so we've had that those longer stipulations, but I'm not even talking about that because that in itself is different because there was uh, expectation at the end. There was an outcome. There was a reward. Some of us need to get in the habit of doing things no matter how long they take. Write that down. God, show me what it is that you would want me to do no matter how long it takes. For some of us, that's loving somebody. Oh, I'm going to love this person no matter how long it takes for their heart to stop being hard. Even if their heart never stops being hard. I'm going to love this person. I'm, you know, whatever it is, you have to pray about God to God specifically to reveal that to you and God will. Number three, focus on the positive. Listen, the power of repetition. When you are doing something that you don't have the knowledge or the experience and you're in a state of discomfort, you got to focus on the positive. You can't be running the mile and be focusing on how bad your legs itching, how bad you sweating, how your edges sweating out. You just got your hair done. No, 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 no. Because that is discouraging. And all those things are happening. They are happening. But what are also the positive things that are happening? Before you take that run, you need to be ready to encourage yourself. When that voice starts showing up, that your hair is sweating out, you need to have something that's going to combat that. Yeah, my hair is sweating out, but these pounds are sweating off. Whatever it is that you need to do to focus on the positive, you have to do that. You have to know what those things are. If you don't, you're going to quit. If you don't, you're going to retreat. If you don't, you're going to stop yourself before you even get started. Because focusing on the positive is how you stay the course in something that you're trying to learn or grow in. You have to stay the course. Nobody wants to stay in a place that's negative. I wanted to read this scripture to you, uh, Jeremiah 12, verse 5 and 6. It says, so Jeremiah, if you are worn out in this foot race with men, What makes you think you can race against horses? And if you can't keep your wits during times of calm, what's going to happen when troubles break loose like the Jordan in flood? Pause. Number one, if, if you are worn out in this foot race with men. All right, let me break this down. If you tired, sis, like some of us, I hope I'm not going to lose no listeners. Some of us, are tired for the most basic reasons. We're tired for the most basic, fundamental reasons. Like some of us are tired for the most basic reasons. We're worn out in this foot race with men. What makes you think You can race against horses. 
Okay? Listen. The power of repetition is not just in things. The power of repetition is also in mentality. Write that down. The power of repetition is also in mentality. Some of us can't even outthink the last decade version of ourselves. This ain't even about nobody else. Some of us can't even outthink the environment that we're in. I talk to people. I coach people. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. I coach people and they tell me more about their outward environment than their inner environment. How then? What makes you think you can race against horses? You don't think. Because you struggle in the foot race. You struggle in the foot race. And if you can't keep your wits during times of calm, some of you think you're in a crisis and it's not even a crisis. Some of you are always in a state of crisis that's not even really, a, you haven't even really ever experienced a crisis. You know how scripture said, you know, God doesn't, you know, um, God knows how much we can bear. God knows, not you. But some of you have convinced yourself that this load I'm carrying, oh, this has to be about 1,500 pounds. I know this has to be 1,500 pounds. And you carrying 20 pounds. And this reminds me like when I'm in the gym, you can never look at a person's body composition and judge their strength. Follow me with this. One would think if a person is 300 pounds, they should be able to lift more than they weigh. That's not the case. That's not the case. And if a person is 150 pounds, it's no way that they could lift as much or more as a person who weighs more than them. That's not the case. And if you look at that in the spirit and you're analyzing all of your different situations or all of what's going on or all the things that's happening, you're like, oh, I know, I know I lost my job. I know that's, oh, I know that's 5,000 pounds. No, it's not. You're not begging bread. You're not sleeping under anybody's bread. Like you, you're not in crisis. You're not in a crisis. And this reminds me of when I used to be a, a crisis worker. And I tell people this about the mental health system. It's like, you could come to the hospital, but the way this ship rolls, if you aren't suicidal actively with the plan and say that if I let you leave, you're going to activate your plan, you might as well not come in here because they only accept people who are in crisis, in it, not perceived, not going to do what's going to happen. Things going, I'm going to be homeless tomorrow if I don't pay my rent in 30 days. No, the shelter's not taken. I'm sleeping on my cousin's couch because I don't have nowhere to go. No, you're not homeless. The shelter's taking the person who is outside, like they slept outside. And they have been sleeping outside. And sometimes we have to hear that so that we can reassess where we are. 
And if you can't keep your wits, if you can't keep yourself together, if you can't keep your your mental and your emotional peace in the calm, what's going to happen when, not if, when troubles break loose? Like the Jordan and the flood. So if you don't prepare yourself in the times of calm in repetition, because God gives us always opportunities to be preparing ourselves. And I told you that this just isn't about, you know, physical things, but preparing ourselves mentally, preparing ourselves emotionally as well. If you don't do that in a time of calm, what's going to happen when troubles break loose? And some of us are in a troubles break loose season. And we don't have the skills that are necessary to navigate it. But I'm going to give you three ways that you can become better at it. One, be a new learner. Have the meekness, fruit of the spirit, to be a new learner. Two, you want to be willing to suck at a task for an undisclosed amount of time. We talked about that a little bit. You want to be willing to suck at a task for an undisclosed amount of time. I don't care if you starting to learn how to jump rope. There are plenty of things that you suck at. Pick one. And number three, actually form a habit. Whatever it is that you choose or choose or, or whatever. It could be more than one thing that you're choosing. Don't overwhelm yourself. Because the purpose of it is not even for you to choose something that's going to lead to all of this success or notoriety or even money or anything like that. God literally wants to get some of us in the habit of showing up, of doing things, of proving to ourselves that we can ingrain new habits, that we can ingrain new patterns, that we can have new, we can be like new wineskin. That we can evolve from versions of ourselves that used to exist. But the only way that you elevate to something different, into something new, into a new mindset, into overcoming even what hindered you, is that you got to repeat it. You know, this podcast started off a lot talking about our hiccups and our challenges with weight. And it's still in that vein. And I pray that... God can allow you to hear whatever I say and apply it to wherever you need to apply it in your life. And if you can't have that type of revelation or if you're not a listener who can listen introspectively to things and you're somebody who needs it to be said exactly this way for it to be for you, you got to pray about that because God doesn't always speak exactly to us, but he makes us intelligent enough to hear something and to apply it, to grasp it. To, to be in the environment where something is being spoken and, and to grab that seed and to do what you may with it. And so I really want you guys to um, be meditating on what it is that was what was shared on today. And I want you to tell me about a time that you kept repeating an action until you got a desired result. You can leave me a comment in the review. I would love for you to rate and review this podcast is how you help other listeners find this content. 
You can also share this with other listeners if this podcast has been a blessing to you. Thank you for helping me grow. I know that we are almost at 20,000 plays. I thank God for that. That wasn't my intention. I am just on repeat, uh, which is something that I have talked about in in the beginning episodes that, you know, I am on repeat uh, until God says that I'm not. And so this word and the things that I speak and the things that I teach aren't just for you. I'm on the journey with you as well. Um, until we meet again, take care of yourself and be blessed. Thank you for joining today's show. Be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts by scrolling down. That's right. Give me five stars and leave me a comment about what you thought about this episode or any of your favorite episodes. You can also help people find this podcast by sharing it. Share, share, share on your social media, on your Insta stories. Be sure to tag me or you can share on your Facebook, Twitter, wherever you feel compelled to share. It does help. Make sure you get connected with our Faith Fitness and Self-Discovery private Facebook community. It's a thousand women in that group doing the work on all different stages of the journey from learning to eat better to actually getting moving and dropping the pounds. The benefits of being in that group is I go live each week. That's right. So if you're loving the podcast episodes, you'll also be able to go live with me, ask questions, and I can interact with you. All of this information will be in the description box, especially if you need to move forward with coaching. I would love to schedule your 15-minute discovery call. Remember, if you're thinking about becoming well, there is no better time to do it than now. Have a blessed week.